This is Sparks of Attraction, your modern sex and dating podcast. With your host, Nick Sparks. <sighs> On this episode of Sparks of Attraction, Sid has a date with a person who can only be described as a jerk. This is an experience that we've all had from time to time if we've gone on enough dates. And, and unfortunately, Sid finds himself there today. Before we learn what a jerk she is, we ask the question of whether Sid is the one who's doing the leading or whether she is the one who is, in fact, leading that sexual dance. We learn how Sid handled it, and then we talk about how he should handle those types of situations in the future. Let's check it out. I had a house date yesterday. This girl is from Portugal, and uh, she has been living in the Bay Area for four years now. So we have been talking online about uh, for a while, and she wasn't available. We made a plan to meet up yesterday. I had initially asked her to come over to my place. She said it's too far. She doesn't have a car. I'm like, no problem. I'll come over to your place. I have a car. So the date was uh, wine and ice cream, which, ha- which is becoming my go-to for house dates. She asked me, I have never done this, so what are some of the good uh, combinations? Don't some leave good us cigar. Sid, what are some good combinations? Some good combinations if you like cigar or not like cigar. So if you don't like cigar, some good combinations I... are bourbon and hazelnut ice cream. Oh. A rosé bubbly with the Hagen-Dias special edition rosé and cream ice cream. And uh, the third one would be silly. The third one would be vodka with uh, any fruity sorbet. Now, if you like Ooh. cigar, the, if you like mm. cigar, uh, you want to do port combined with cigar and some raisin ice cream or cherry. And... Are you talking about actually smoking cigars, or are you talking about a cigar flavored ice cream? Because that just a real does cigar. not sound pleasant. No, no. I hope I put it down that doesn't exist. <laughs> I know. I was, no, I was totally does. like a flavored ice cream. Ben & Jerry's 30-second flavor. Like. <laughs> ben & Jerry's Cuban Crunch. So, okay, anyway. So, th- thank you. I mean, those are some delicious combinations. I mean, the vodka sorbet thing sounds, sounds very interesting with a good vodka. Go on. So, I show up at this chick's house, and she comes down to take me a to get me in a sweater dress with a high slit up the thigh with wow. no underwear. With what? Li- yes, and uh, no pants. How are you able to ascertain that right off the bat, Sharon Stone? Yeah, something like that. No panty lines and uh, nipples sticking out. I'm like, come on. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. <clears throat> so, That's uh, pretty sexy. Like, she, she came to play on this date. Yes. <laughs> However, it was a it was a, a roll neck sweater dress. So technically, her cleavage and neck was covered, but there was a lot that was, was uncovered. The, what was the vibe between y'all? Like, I mean, that sounds like a super sexy dress. Oh my god, I'm just a picture. I don't even know what she looks like. I'm just picturing it on some woman, and it sounds incredible. Like what? Like what? What was the initial vibe? So she walks in wearing this dress, but between you guys, what's the the vibe like at first? Good enough. Wouldn't get anything better than that by just uh, messaging back and forth over text. I mean, you um, walk into the door, you guys, you look at each other into the eyes, and you feel awkward, more comfortable, more sexy. What's the initial vibe? Well, I felt sexy. I don't know about her. I would, say, 
I, I would say polite slash friendly. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Start out date. She looks incredible. Things are still a little bit, you know, things are still like a lot of, like most dates start out. Things are a little bit more reserved. So we go up and uh, we make our drinks. And uh, so we start talking general chit chat. She talks about, she's a water person. She likes a lot of uh, water based stuff like open water swimming and said, all that stuff. Portuguese too. Like Portuguese. Yes not being super awkward there's probably a higher percentage of portuguese people who are not as socially awkward as your last date are there are and continue it sounds like things are going well so far so we start drinking that port and uh, so she, she starts telling me about the water thing and then she moves on to my sky thing which as as for my plan i wrap up in the shortest amount of time possible um, hmm. so that we can talk about other stuff. And I was successful in doing that because I was mentally prepared to do that. And uh, somehow the topic went to astrology. She asked me about my zodiac sign and her zodiac sign. Turns out we are highly compatible, Cancer and Pisces. She uh, throws out uh, the wild card and she's like, oh, but I also have this uh, Leo rising and Taurus moon, which means I'm stubborn. I'm like, okay why you would say something it sounds like you're focused on the words way too much and not focused enough on the vibe sound like the dress threw you off am i the only one picking that up a little bit i mean i think that he's doing a lot better than he did last time you know it does feel like he's focused but he's also kind of letting it get a little bit into his head as well like, maybe the feelings are overwhelming a little bit. Does that sound right? Not like I'm thinking into it, but it is because I know this, it will register on my mind. I mean, it sounds like, I don't know, however many minutes in, but the conversation still sounds boring, at least in the way that you're describing it to me. So that's why my 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 feelings went there. But maybe not. It sounds like other folks might have some thoughts. In agreement with you, Nick. Like, it just sounds... It doesn't sound like that initial like, oh, she had this amazing dress, hit me with this romantic energy, and then it gets flirtier and flirtier from there. To me, it sounds like, oh, we have to back away from that original feelings. And now it sounds very friendly kind of conversation. I just I feel like and I could be wrong, you know, different situation like you were in that moment and I wasn't. If like she showed up looking the way you described like our conversation wouldn't be as boring for as, as long as, as yours seems to sound. But again, maybe I'm, I'm, I could be missing something. Well, I, I cannot be doing the flirting completely by myself. I need some flirting back from her as well, right? So, you got to start it, though. It's, it's typically yes. your job to start it. Yes, of course. So I tried to get along those lines, but she kept the conversation to a polite but not stupid level like the other girl. So I'm like, okay let's let's not try to force anything let this unfold the way it is supposed to i i went into autopilot mode right there let's see how this unfolds general chit chat and uh, after we finished our first drink she went to get the ice cream i went with her into the kitchen and then we came back and then sat down on the couch again and lighted up the cigars so she opened up the window and so she uh, so i had to move a little bit forward but she didn't have much space back. So she kind of said, uh, can you scoot back a little bit? Uh, and I was like, okay. 
at that point i had some head talk i was not able to decide like if she was genuinely about to fall off or if she was sensing that i'm trying to go in for a kiss and she wanted me to back off but i scooted back nevertheless the leg said huh said this yeah. is the most analytical breakdown <laughs> of a date i've ever heard before in my life <laughs> okay <laughs> Well, I I like to be the am, first. Am I, am I wrong? Am I wrong here? Am I am I Mr. Mr. Am I am I the only one who's hearing an insanely analytical description of this date? I, I'm sorry. Great I, I, think I I actually find it helpful because um it really paints the picture of what's going on here, and where we don't have to just take his word. I like that we don't have to just take your word on what the vibe is. Like you're describing it, I wouldn't discourage people from noticing um, details. Seems okay. like he's really paying attention. And I'm trying, and 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 I'm 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 trying to do this that exact thing. I'm trying to reproduce because you guys are not there with me. My only comment would be the details that I think you're focusing on kind of are reflecting your own memory of it versus like some of the details in my gap is like I was surprised when like everything made sense in your story based off of how you were telling it until you're like we made out a get. Like I needed more background for that piece or, and then you were just like, oh, and we kissed. Like I, I, I'm having trouble like following those particular ones. Cause it doesn't that, especially the makeout part did not seem congruent with how I was expecting the rest of the day to go. So there isn't much to say. Um, I just trusted my gut instinct and uh, uh, made the move to kiss her. That sounds good. <laughs> Other than that, I mean, she, she didn't say, uh, she didn't do like they do in show in the movies, like, huh, get all dreamy eyed and pucker her lips. No, I just trusted my gut instinct that I should do it. Sometimes I'm wrong, but usually I'm right. And it happened. And like it didn't happen the next time. But then it happened again the third time. And and a little bit earlier when you said that, you know, there were times in the conversation where you were trying to make it flirty. What did you mean by that? Well, I tried to make take it away from factual things uh, like that that go around like a more professional conversation rather than telling me about her. I, I would want her to tell me about her experiences growing up there and the kind of emotions that she has tied to all these places. I want to give some advice that, that hopefully helps in this situation. Where you're, where you're, you're trying to make it flirty, and how you go about doing that. And yeah, we, you know, we talk about, you know, not trying to do anything. But I see what you're saying. These conversation topics aren't going anywhere, and they're getting kind of boring. Talking about work, it's not conducive to a good date. So it's easy to be like, in order to to change the the vibe of the date, you seem to be trying to. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Be trying to change the the topic of conversation or what you guys are talking about. Is that is that correct? Yes. Great. Just a shift that I wanna I wanna highlight here is if you really wanted to give yourself the best possible chance of the interaction becoming flirtatious, you wouldn't not be concerned with the 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 topic of conversation whatsoever. Um, what you would do instead is you would check her out, and if she's talking about something important. I, I wouldn't recommend doing this, but if the conversation is just kind of getting boring and whatever, what I would recommend doing is um, checking the other person out. 
and to notice like what really it is about the person that like creates the most of a stir in your in your body when you take it in when you when you listen um using that metal detector analogy we can bring it back and then you you notice that and you enjoy it enjoy that pleasure buffet check around notice the and you can and there could be more than one thing now you can take in the whole the whole beach full of beeps enjoy the experience enjoy that and and the more you're enjoying the more powerfully you're enjoying that physical experience the more she's actually turning you on the more she's actually inspiring emotion the more you're actually enjoying that as you look at her as you say i could not agree more to whatever it is she just finished saying as you do whatever now again maybe she's just too much in a, in a, this other emotional place where what she's hot but if the conversation is getting boring and it's going there's a good chance that this is going to kick things flirty. Definitely not trying to change the topic of conversation. Does this, this make sense? Yes. And I actually kind of did that. And I, um, I was kind of getting there before. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to <clears throat> interrupt. When she went to get the wine for our next uh, round of refills, she sat down. And pre- previously, when she was sitting down, she was doing, you know, how girls sit professionally, if they have to sit on the ground with their both of their legs uh, twisted to the side with the skirt properly covering sure. their knees and everything. She changed yeah. positions. And what she does is sticks out the leg that has the slit and oh. puts it on top of, on, on puts it on top of my leg. Oh, wow. So you weren't lying when you said full blown Sharon Stone. We all take a moment for a couple deep breaths on just that imaginary yes, thought. I did. And, <laughs> and, I, and I was like blatantly checking her out. And uh, she, she, she noticed that. Oh, she yeah. It's like, I'm going to spike up the sexual feeling in here right now. It's like, yeah, she, she kind of took the lead on, on that one. Yes. Somehow the conversation went to how beautiful her skin is. And I started caressing her legs and how nice her legs are. And I keep stroking her leg as she keeps talking about whatever. And my hands keep progressing higher and higher. And then the second makeout happens, after which she goes to the restroom. And my gut instinct told me that I should do this stupid thing where I should lie down, stretch out my legs. And she's probably going to come in and lie down (laughs) on my chest and make out with me. Surprisingly, that's exactly what happened. It's not surprising at all. That sounds like a very good instinct. And after the the Sharon Stone maneuver, it doesn't sound like a jump whatsoever in the storyline. Um, it's, it's like, no, I'd say your instinct was, it's not It's not surprising because your instinct was spot on on the money like they, they typically are. That sounds lovely. And I, I played with her, uh, with her body a little bit. And I don't know why my head just told me that, you know, I could progress this faster. And uh, I, I felt her out nicely and uh, it turns out that my initial guess was right she's not wearing anything underneath at all i <sighs> take off her dress and uh, we make out some more she takes off my t-shirt and uh, then we move things to the bedroom i think i second to, to to like soak in part one for a second because I want to say, like, you know, give you the high five uh, and everything. So I almost want to, like, congratulate her more <laughs> on this right. one. Uh, it sounds like she was no. leading a lot of it to the yeah. sexual place. And that's actually what I was waiting for, is what it sounds like to me so far into the date was she's just one of those incredibly rare women that she walked into that situation being like, 
well, unless something really, you know, changes my mind, I want to take this sexual with this guy for whatever reason. It could be, you know, the the COVID dry spell. It could be this or that. It sounds more like that is what happened versus truly like being confident to the emotional read and, you know, being present like we're, you know, doing with most of our dating situation. It just happened to be one of those cases where the girl was more forward, which is awesome. Even when the girl is that more forward, you still have to do things right in order for it to happen. So it, I'm not I'm not trying to like, you know, say that, oh, well, you just, you know, it was all luck kind of thing. Obviously, you know, it puts you in the right place to be able to make that situation happen. It's just sounding way more like she did a lot more of the work. And if you had been a little bit more emotionally connected in the beginning, you wouldn't have had those as you were kind of describing more awkward disconnects because you would have immediately realized this girl has something on your mind. You probably would have honestly had sex like before even the ice cream and wine. And that was the after <laughs> treat. I mean, no. I, I'm just being honest. No. Like, that's what it sounds like. No. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. Let me ask this. The first time you let's go back to the first kiss when you said you just got the feeling and I congratulated you on on being connected to that feeling and on expressing that feeling. I'm just kind of curious if right before you you got the feeling to kiss her. What was, was she, what was she doing that gave you the um the feeling to, that you should kiss her? Nothing. Okay. 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 She was, okay, just, okay. She was, she was just talking. That was okay. the time when we had just lighted up the cigars. I guess I think where I think where Captain Picard's feeling was coming from. Ninety or high percent of women are not going to go to um, Sharon Stone lands. Oh, I, maybe not that high. Like the majority, who can say this? The majority of women aren't going to go to Sharon Stone lands when they want to get laid, right? Is is what I'm saying. The fact that like she took it there before anything hotter and 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 heavier than that one. Uh, make out what happened would lead the evidence would seem to point to the fact that like there was wanting to to do that stuff a little bit earlier and that that was like oh god like uh, i mean and, and well done like the whole the way she did it too it's like that's so sexy maybe i'm i'm missing something here i'd love to hear some other voices um i feel, I feel like the fact that she wasn't wearing anything underneath her dress and it was noticeable is a really big flag for like just go just start off my, sexual. My pervy eyes. I'm, I'm, I'm a pervert. Keep in mind. I'm I mean, you like and that. like a bunch of other guys are perverts, man. That's not a unique yes. thing. <laughs> no, I'm saying just the process saying... of checking her out, like you notice that, like nobody's gonna miss that. That's not no, like pervy eyes. That's, that's checking her out. <laughs> And again, there had between her walking, like starting the date, like without any sort of undergarments on, and it's like maybe the average guy wouldn't notice like the um the, the underwear, but everybody's noticing the nipples. Yeah. He's very aware whether it's... she's showing those off or not. She's basically um, saying off the bat, "Hey, let's just take this sexual right now." And I'm just saying, and like there has to be a more of those messages between simply that ensemble attire and and the Sharon Stone maneuver. Wow. I'm having trouble concentrating on our conversation because you look so incredible right now. That kind of flirting is highly encouraged when an outfit like that is worn. 
Um, I did not get that feeling, to be completely honest with you guys. I have thought this over, and uh, I don't think up until the point where we started making out, there is a certain feeling or certain something that she was looking for. And mm. she was, her, her mindset was, I'm ready for, for this, if whatever her thing is. Uh, and that kind of happened around drink 1.5. Okay. Uh, she was she was most definitely not not ready to go <clears throat> most definitely i'm very clear not ready to go right off the bat like the other the other guys might have been calling you out for earlier in the interaction but i'm giving you the benefit of the doubt that earlier part of the inter interaction for everything that you're saying i'm like i'm like yeah by that sounds that all sounds good that makes sense what i'm talking about is the time between that first makeout happened and basic instinct happened. It seems like there there has to have been like a, a little bit more time in there where she was wanting you to progress things, like take control of things more, and and she had to nudge your nudge your hand literally a, a little a little bit more on the matter. Could be. I would say I would put that at a, as a fifty fifty because um, I don't know. She was talking uh, while her leg was on my leg. She was talking about how her parents were illegal immigrants for four years before they eventually gave up and went back to Portugal and the hardships that her family had to face. I don't know if that's a good conversation to just make make a move on her. I, I've waited for that conversation to die down. So I'm I'm fifty fifty. Maybe maybe not. I don't know. I'm not sure. Specific conversation. I'm I'm, I'm in agreement. If you're honest, probably not. I mean, I agree with what most people said. I would just, I think that it's not, you don't have to, to rush. Like this isn't, um, it's not a, there's no timer. And given that this was a first date, I think it's smart to give a little, maybe go a little bit slower than you normally would, given that you've kind of just met this person. Okay, yeah, so you're seeing signs and, you know, maybe if this was the fourth date, you would have, I think it's, it's really, it's, as long as you're moving forward on the first date, that's fast enough. And especially in this situation where it seems like the girl is kind of leading, or at least she was, she was at least an, a, an equal partner. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't necessarily, like, I agree with you guys that maybe you could have turned it up a little bit, but given that you'd only met you know, pretty, pretty recently in terms of like this, the scheme of the world, no reason to rush. And it sounded like you were moving forward at each step. And um, especially on a first date, like a first date at your house, you don't want to like, you're going to lose it. If you, if you start doing, if you start jumping two and three steps ahead, like that's, that's where, that's gonna, exactly that's what where I was thinking. Kick in. The worst thing you can do in that situation is trip the switch in her head that goes oh no we're okay so let's say it's 30 minutes in and you you feel like you have it you feel like this would be appropriate and you start touching you know the back of her skirt and you you touch her ass or something that might set off the alarm bell in her head where she goes oh wait this is a first date that was too much now i gotta pull back and i think it was smart that you sort of let this happen like you could tell that it was becoming more sexual over time. And that's good enough. Like this isn't, it doesn't matter whether you get there in an hour or an hour and 30 minutes or two hours or two and a half hours. Like as long as it is moving forward, which it sounded like it would now, but given that this is all happening, like in the same interaction, 
I think the best thing you can do, which is what you did, was just keep moving it forward. You just don't want to get her into her own head talk, given that it was going smoothly. I think that medium pace and get to the end is better than trying advanced moves and going for it quickly just to say that you beat this arbitrary timer. Harvey, I'm in in complete agreement with you about the first date point and that this is a first date. It's moving forward. There's no need to to move it any faster than that. You know, like, uh, you know, making out on a first date is really great. Like, pace. like, you know, that's making out with some passion behind it. It's awesome pace for a first date. No need to, to rush it forward any more than that. Right. This 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 woman right here was very, very clearly not. She was very, very clearly one of those exceptions, <laughs> like to a, to an extreme degree that I, I applaud and I think is awesome. Um, and that, you know, just turns me on to think about the, the, the point here is that that's not going to be the average woman at all whatsoever, not even close to that. On a third date, ignoring the first date thing, on any date, um, the average woman's not even going to be anything, do anything close to that in terms of taking the lead in, in these things. So so the fact, yeah, it's a first date doesn't, like, that you're not pushing for, that's all great. But in terms of being able to, like, read the vibe when, when possibly she would like to or when 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 you could be more turned on by her in that moment and 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 taking the lead more yourself when she's not this one percent um portuguese goddess that that you're lucky enough to come across you know but if you're going to continue dating other women now all of a sudden like you know not just wanting to to bank on women who are gonna you know taking the lead on that for you might 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 start to come in handy that is a much better way of kind of putting what I was trying to get at earlier, Nick. There's a difference between push, like testing boundaries and pushing boundaries. When a girl is in that mode and I get that really like they're interested vibe, I'm more inclined to test a boundary. And I've never had like girls that don't respect men that are willing to test a boundary where they start to get into where, you know, you're, trying to move things too fast and backtrack is when you don't respect the fact that they communicate, Hey, this is beyond my boundary point. Like that's where I've started to get into that backtrack and learn those lessons. You know, when I was younger that you never want to cross that line, but it's the, when you're in that emotionally connected place and you're in touch with your sexuality, if a girl walked in like that, I would be instantaneously testing the boundaries about realizing the situation, realizing your own emotions and taking the steps and again, leading the steps versus, you know, what Nick talked about, that women will take those steps. It's just an incredibly rare circumstance. I mean, I'm glad you had sex. That's awesome. <laughs> like, you know, that's that's always a, a reason to be happy. I just I'm worried about the next date you go on with the next person who isn't one of these these rare birds, like isn't going to be so forward with their own sexuality and and how much you're going to be the one to 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 lead that to a makeout to in the direction of a kiss to end the date. Yeah, that sounds like like the universe just it sounds like the universe um, rewarding you for moving in the right direction. That's for sure. Yeah. I don't know. There's still part two. <laughs> part two? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, she, we start making out. We get on a bed. Regular stuff. Some random shit. And then some more foreplay. 
Then she asks me what I'm into. I ask her what she's into. And then she starts telling me, I don't know, to go with the flow. I never make any life decisions uh, beyond six months. How can people make two-year, three-year, five-year plans? Mm -hmm. I, I kind of want to see how things go, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, when we are in the middle of the foreplay, she uh, pushes my head down and tells me to eat her out. And that lasted for a while. She comes. Then we go back to bed. And uh, like, uh, apparently she was not interested in cuddling. And she doesn't like being cuddled. And she's like, uh, oh, no, I need my space. And I think it's a vulnerability issue. I don't like giving up control. Undressing each other, I tried to take off that watch that measures your sleep or whatnot on her hand because it was not sexy to me. So she took off her earrings and whatnot. So it's not like her thing is I, I have to keep my accessories off. Uh, so she took off her necklace, her earrings. And with one hand, the hand that is closer to me, she's unzipping my jeans and putting her hand on my dick. And on the other hand, <laughs> she's checking her, her whatever pedometer or sleep meter, whatever the fuck it is. My dick felt insulted. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't feel insulted. I would just, I mean, the fact that you took it personally is, is, is your thing. Bill, I would think it's just weird. It would definitely be a turnoff for me. Yeah, it would be, it would be harder for me, um, no pun intended, to in, enjoy the experience and be, be really in it myself. And none of that, you know, typically when you work super hard to make a girl come, in my personal opinion, girls are typically all lovey-dovey and super extra affectionate to you and when you come back and and in some way or other like either through words or through some physical gestures like scratching your back or caressing your chest there's somehow usually, there's usually a th some sort of appreciation shown involved yeah i think if a girl's gonna yes. go down on me uh she's not just gonna like swallow it i'm gonna immediately walk off and start watching the today show <laughs> you know i'm gonna show some some sort of appreciation it feels like she just gave you a pat on the head, like "good boy." Yes, <laughs> that's. I think that's a little fair. I think I think most people would feel a little bit insulted. And in although, I mean, in my opinion, like you know, an orgasm with some oral for her is a good way to lead into sex. So I don't know if she was wanting more after that or or what. I mean, this is all telling up to not getting another date from me personally. But tell me more from your perspective, please. After, after I uh, finished her off, I came back up to the pillow level and lie down next to her. First thing that she does is checks her fucking pedometer or whatever the fuck it is that measures her REM, speed, REM sleep. <laughs> I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me right now. Yeah. This is beyond ridiculous. Sounds, this is weird. She sounds like a, a super analytical guy. And like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, no offense to computer engineers, but think of like the most stereotypical computer engineer in the world. This is like, this is like what you're, sounds like what you're describing at this very moment. That's sounds so like he weird. was almost bored with it. Not saying that you're bad in bed at all, but like... It sounds like she wasn't really into it at all if she's checking her watch and like a lot of it ties into the fact that like you said that she mentioned she likes to be in control and also she was leading the interaction sexually for most of the night. So I think that may have played into it. She did not even kiss my neck. Okay. Did you, you know? Did you no, ask? No, yeah, I'll get to that. 
I, I actually got pissed off. Like, uh, my threshold was crossed. And like, what's going on with the REM sleep, uh, sleep meter? And she was like, oh my God, I love it. And uh, this is a, uh, I hated it. I never thought I would be one of those people that wear this shit all the time. This is what she tells me in bed. I'm, I'm kissing her neck and with one hand playing with her nipple and my other leg is stroking her leg. Okay, okay, okay. So here's where I got to stop you. If I'm understanding this, I'm hearing what you're saying. And it sounds like, from my opinion, is you would have liked for her to have been one way. And by one way, I mean the type of person that actually appreciates when you go down on them. And the type of person that doesn't check their electronic device every, every 20 seconds. But on the plus side, you just had sex and it felt so good instead of just simply being happy about the fact that you just had sex and wasn't so good and also disappointed that hey this person isn't what you're looking for it's not the type of person that you would probably even want to go on a second date with after getting to know them a little bit better that, those those are all cool but why you're personally offended by the fact that this super common occurrence that this human being that you're going on a date with on a first date with is not like more actually like the person you want them to be yeah why, why is that so personal for you because this has uh, never happened to me it, so there's an element of shock and my insecurities I've made an assumption that uh, if you are in bed with someone, you expect both and partners to make an equal effort and focus on the other partner as opposed to electronic device and have some kind of appreciation for the fact that the other partner is paying attention to them. You know, there's human beings that murder people, right? You would assume that we would not go around killing each other, but here we are in the real world that actually exists. You would assume, but guess what? There's tons of these fucking people who existed. What perfect utopian universe did you... <laughs> That you existed in. Um, I, I, I never had this experience. This has never happened people. to me before. Every single female that I've been in bed with, this never happened. Like, either I never mm. get to the bed, or if I get to the bed, then she's into me. Welcome to the club, buddy. <laughs> um, man or, or woman, if you, if, you, if you date enough people, you will come across these folks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's almost a blessing in disguise that you had that experience. Because, I mean, I'm on board with Nick. Like, I've had similar or worse happened related to, to women that I've been involved with. So it is, it's definitely happens more often than you think. Yeah. I've had first dates where like similar stuff has happened, but we didn't have sex at the same time. <laughs> like if you're not used to it, if it's never happened to you before, I can see how it can be jarring. And yeah. It, it completely threw me so your, your feelings on that are very, very valid. If you've never experienced that sort of thing before, for sure. Well, if next time when that happens, I'll know I have a reference point, but this was like a shaking thing for me. Uh, what? This is a, well, it was really nice meeting you. I had a really great time, but, <laughs> oh yeah, no, we'll definitely do something in the near future for sure. And then, you know, we can text them later if they, if they were super excited about the thought of seeing you again, you don't want to. <laughs> and now comes uh, and now comes the head talk and my insecurities. I thought at that moment that maybe I wasn't good enough. So I started playing with her again and she pushes my hand away and she's like, whoa, 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 hold off. You know, there's this thing called a cooling off period, you know, like I, I thought mentally that thing that's uh, my line. <laughs> How and, soon after? Was this like immediately after she just orgasmed again or was this five was minutes? Five minutes okay. ish. Okay. So I'm like, okay. And then she goes, I am multi-orgasmic, but I need some time to recover, you know? Oh, uh, that's cool. So she starts talking about 
orgies and sex parties that she has been to. I'm like, okay, uh, I did not, I was, A, I was not in the right mental frame. And then B, again, shock value. And not only did she say that, it's not even like, uh, oh, I went home with this guy in so-and-so neighborhood. It's more like this sex party, that sex party. Are, are you into threesomes? Have you ever been in a gangbang? All my insecurities and weaknesses came forward. And oh, I started asking her about, um, well, huh, so where was this? Was this in Europe or? Uh, no, no, right no. here in San Francisco. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> How, how was it and and uh, was it uh, and uh, was it like with two guys two girls oh no oh no uh, blah, blah, blah. and she was like oh our eyes met and we just completely forgot the giant orgy that's happening around us and we just fucked all night so after that i started playing with her again uh, i need to redeem myself i need to redeem myself uh, oh now you're feeling like you've got like all this to live up to because she's so yes Oh, yes. No. Yes. And started the whole process of foreplay again. And apparently she was recovered and she was ready to go again. When I uh, went down on her, I worked extra hard and it was taking her longer to come. But I was so determined that I kept going at it. And she and I wasn't uh, very happy about the fact that she tapped my head a couple of times like a puppy to put it in the right position. But nevertheless, I accepted the feedback and kept going at it. I was not enjoying the process at that point at all. It was all about redemption, improving mm -hmm. myself, whatever. And she came and uh, then I went back to the pillow thing. And then again, as expected, she started checking her digital device. Of and course. She said, I, I need to go to the restroom. And then she goes to the bathroom. And then when she comes back, she has a robe on. Literally, like a professional uh, would say, you need to, uh, I think you need to leave now. Huh. Like, okay. <laughs> wow. That's what you get, I bro. think you need to leave now. And the story doesn't end there. I acted super cool, even though I was exploding inside. I'm actually yeah, super no. proud of hiding my emotions at that point. I, okay. And then I start getting I'm, dressed. I'm proud of you for not expressing all of that anger as well. I'm very, very proud of you for that. Totally blame you at this point. But uh, I blame her the first time around. Now it's definitely your fault. Okay. Fool you, fool uh, you twice, bro. Shame on you. Then I start, as I'm tying my shoelaces, I notice on her footrest, there's uh, several containers of hymns, and that set me off. So hymns is a company that supplies all kinds of sexual aphrodisiacs and performance enhancers and whatnot to both men and women. Uh, Damn. You, you know how, how you Kendall, have the CVS version of Advil? Yeah, this is like beyond even like shit that I'm, I've been familiar with. I've been familiar with a lot in my day, but this is, this is, this is next level shit right here. <laughs> and, it's crazy. and then she has a lush. I'm like, oh my God. And then I just noticed uh, the clit vibe. Then I notice a Hitachi van and some Yay! other... Well, after, uh, the, other after the, the hormonal stuff, all that other stuff is not surprising whatsoever. And so that at that point, my mind was fully exploding inside. I'm like, okay, come on. I just have a poor little penis. How can I compete with a battery-operated device here? Bro. Obviously, obviously, oh, this is not going to work, blah, blah, blah. And my mind was like all over the place. Wait, wait. Now you're saying obviously this isn't going to work? It took you until now to get yes. to the obviously this isn't going to work point? Up until then, you you were totally looking for a chick that was checking her her electronic device every every five minutes during sex, and who like and who didn't show any appreciation whatsoever for the effort that that you put in. I'm like that's what you were looking for. So as I was leaving, I asked her, "What is everything okay? Like, are you good? Was it good for you?" Oh no! And she was like, "Here's the magic line." My mind was not there. 
You said that? Why why is this like shocking news? Why is this like the groundbreaking like bomb drop? Goddamn obviously her mind wasn't there the whole time. Checking her watch. We we know. Like it's like news at eleven. And then I spit out again one more. How do you feel? Do we see each other again or not? Or as if she's like, I don't know. My mind wasn't there. And then as she's uh, escorting me out of the door, she points out to me the way to get out. And then she kisses me. And I just walk away. Oh, bro. Oh, bro. You take it so personally. Here's the, the thing I feel like you really need to understand from what I'm hearing. You know that thing that we talk about, that whole sexual chemistry thing that goes beyond, like, is regardless of how physically attractive we objectively find the person, you know, we've been talking about on uh, on here before, that, that other thing that's subconscious that we can't control, that's either a one to ten scale, they're more strongly or or not between between two people regardless of what they look like i mean the looks definitely play into it, but there's definitely this other thing that's that's beyond it that's way more than just the looks that thing right there like how good the sex is right if that's really 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 strong between two people then the sex is going to be great if it's like only kind of there then the sex, it's still, you know, sex. It's still, it's not going to be that great. It's going to be like, well, that was nice. It was nice to meet you. I had a great time. Thank you for that. A nice kiss to say goodbye is super normal. But like, if you were reading that on the same level of her, you, you would have, and you had the other data points of women who you had this super strong sexual chemistry with and it was so much better you would have said the same thing um but it's not whether or not you performed well or you did anything i mean the fact that you were getting anxious and and taking it personally and getting angry when she was offering suggestions for what she liked and what was going to feel best for her like that certainly wasn't helping you that certainly wasn't helping the how good it was or anything like that the fact that it took that long for her to come has nothing to do with your skill level it had everything to do with the fact that that underlying sexual chemistry thing that there just isn't that goddamn strong between the two of you oh well y'all gave it a shot y'all tried you never know until you give the dice a roll and you did and she recognized the fact that it wasn't that strong. And you took it personally for the fact that the universe did not deem the two of you to have a stronger connection at this point in time. Like, yes, like Sid should have recognized all of these things. Given <laughs> it's like not everyone's run into this type of person. One out of every three people walking around has been involved in like multiple orgies, like kind of mean in a lot of ways, just like super distracted. I think the reason that you're so confused and I've ran into something like this, not necessarily in the sexual realm, but just sort of people that you thought were going to be like normal and nice and they just turned out brutal. And you're like, I don't even get it. I don't even know you. I don't know why you're being mean. Again, this was the first time you've met and you go in sort of assuming that this person is going to be pretty much in a range of quote the basic instinct you know with the open <laughs> slit skirt going down on her and like she's <laughs> looking at the watch every two seconds you're like okay well that's weird but she's probably not this far off the reservation i feel like once you get all those steps in you should have realized that like that this was just totally off and i think you would have if this had been the second time you had met her and there were some signs before but I think given the first time it was the first time you met her, you're probably giving the benefit of the doubt that she's going to like some at some point this behavior is going to go back to what a normal, predictable um, woman would be. 
you kind of got into a little bit of a spiral. Yeah, like looking at her watch. And then you you didn't take that as fuck you, like how I kind of would have. I would have been like, this is this person's just rude. You took it as like a challenge, which I thought was <laughs> hysterical. And not only that, you doubled down then, which good for you. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have been so charitable. This is something that you will not fail to recognize going forward. Listen, I don't blame Sid whatsoever for everything that happened up until until he took her rudeness as a challenge. It was at that point. When he was like, oh, she like doesn't want to show any approval and like I'm going to show her. Even though I hate this experience and I'm pissed off, I am going to do this thing until she comes. And then and then and then and then I'm going to expect some sort of different outcome than I got the last time. And, and her to behave in a different fashion, not just the same or a more extreme version of the same that I got before. That was the whole definition of insanity point like even even after the first time to say hey okay the sexual chemistry just clearly isn't here all that much okay yeah i think it's fair to call her behavior the the sexual connection clearly wasn't that strong here she gave it a test run and it clearly like and, and a lot of people would have noticed that first time around that it wasn't that strong there and just appreciate it for what it was and not give them the challenge of, of recreating this this universe have a nice it was very nice to meet you have a great good luck with everything i i wish you the best kind of great experience here and that that's the only part where i you know Let's not take this personally and let's actually just appreciate it for what it is instead. We're really mixing sort of general like manners, honestly. And then with the sexual, when you say you don't have sexual chemistry, it's confusing in the moment because you're going down on her. And she gets, she definitely is rude for treating him like one of her vibrators when he is a human being with a soul. She sucks for that. Like Sid has to learn and enjoy the experience for what it was and accept it and, and, and walk away and not try to, to go and one up himself on round two is all I'm saying. This is something that, I mean, with experience, if you have a large breadth of, of being with different women, it's pretty obvious how far off the, the reservation this one was. And you just kind of chalk that up as, uh, holy shit, that was an outlier. <laughs> I don't think she's that much of an outlier, to be honest. I've dated those competitive type women in the past what it honestly sounds like to me is she her head wasn't in it is telling she really didn't feel that much of a romantic chemistry she but she felt a sexual chemistry and she was like well i'm going to turn this into a training session for her marathon everything else is she was monitoring her biometrics to make sure that her breathing rate wasn't getting too high while she was you know experiencing the pleasure so she yeah, literally go, turned it into a training back. session I'm going to go back on with Harvey on this one, though, and say you don't treat another human being oh, as no, no, no. like you. I am not saying that I agree with what you did. I'm like... not saying that it's not an incredibly rude thing to do. I'm just saying I've had women treat me like a vibrator before because they yeah. weren't into it. I think yeah. that part is just an extension specifically to her and her marathon training that just reinforces the fact that she saw that as, well, he's just a vibrator to me um, yeah. for versus, you know, anything else on top of that. There was nothing in that entire story that suggested to me that she wasn't into it from the first minute. Like, you have all these signals. Like, if, if a first date's not going well, I feel like oh. it's pretty rare for the woman... 
and that she example. She was super excited to test the chemistry. She was before the sex. She was super excited to test out what kind of sexual chemistry she had with him. I'm not saying that wasn't the case. Then she found out, and she was like, eh, "All right." Not that he he had anything to do with that. Just but that the universe. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she didn't even give that a chance because, like, he's going down on her. You could be having sex with some woman, and it's like, oh my god, you can't like control your ejaculate fast enough, and then you like have sex with another woman, and it's like you can't come. And it's what what is it about these two women? And, and I've like I've had these experiences where objective attractiveness goes out the window, and it has nothing to do with that whatsoever. But again, it's just this underlying thing that's either there or not that. Yeah, that I that I, I mean I agree with you on that. The part that tells me that I don't think she was into it before that was his looking at the you know her training piece before even the first time. I understand if after that first time, oh, the chemistry is not there, and then she goes into that mode. It just seems like to me she was treating it like that before the first time. Yeah, and I guess my only point to that is a high percentage of people that would that would act like that i've never had any um especially on a first date like yeah, somebody, super rare. Somebody, that sort of thing is super rare in my experience somebody, yeah uh, i mean super a, a rare woman rare. who goes into a first date invites you over and goes all i want <laughs> all i want is for i feel like if it was the reverse situation i mean if a guy told that story and he was the one doing that i'd be like dude you're a fucking douche like you're if the story yeah, was this chick's this chick's coming over it's gonna be great marathon training bro got my fitbit on i'm ready to roll he's like yeah. is she aware that you're oh, yeah. your marathon training not at all dog she kind of she might like me i don't know yeah that dude would be the biggest douche in the world for sure oh yeah if I was coaching that woman who was with that man, I wouldn't be going on with her. I would acknowledge that, yes, he's a douche. But then I would say, hey, sister, are, I kind of hold you responsible for going down on him the second time after he proved himself to be a huge douche the first time. Like, that part is your fault, and you need to stop doing that. I feel like this is something that is very hard to recognize the first time, and then after that, you got it. No, identifying the signs afterward. But I've definitely had the experience where I felt like I was being treated like a vibrator because that's yeah. all the girl was getting. Yeah, yeah maybe like, not. You, the, you have sex enough times, you're going thing. to have that. Thing is, is like, what about the next time she does like some other woman does some other sort of assholey behavior that if a dude dude did it, we'd be like, oh my god, that's the biggest fucking douche in the world. When's the next time that a woman's gonna do something else that isn't exactly like this? That Sid's not, is gonna say man yeah she's acting like this but i'm gonna go back and i'm gonna try to go down on her again to how do we stop it when it doesn't look exactly like this i mean that just goes back to putting that stuff on a pedestal stop thinking about how hot she is because there are plenty of women out there that are just as hot as her who will not treat him like a vibrator like what's it gonna take for me it took a lot just repeating the same mistake over and over and over again <laughs> until it did click. What about what about you, Sid? What's it going to take? What's it going to take for you not to try to go back down on the biggest douche in the world again? Maybe I've had enough report back if I if I break down and go down that path again. But probably I agree with Nick. Why? Um, at some point of time, <laughs> my personal threshold will be reached, and I'm going to be like, nah. 
this is this mm. is bullshit. Maybe my personal threshold has been achieved. I, I'm getting that feeling because it's been back to back two weeks of this same stupidity. Maybe I'm close enough. I don't know. But I'll I'll let you know whenever the first time next something like this happens and I say no and walk away. Yeah. <clears throat> the, the fact that this is being repeated for you now two weeks in a row definitely like says to me it's it's getting to the point where to to make that change. That's usually how the universe works. It starts starts bringing that challenge up to us more and more when we're when we're ready to do something different in those situations on a on a more positive note just in the scheme of issues to to sort of have getting used as a personal (laughs) really isn't actually the worst it could be a lot worse no like i said this is what we all go through this we all keep facing the same challenge over and over and i can't count how many challenges i've faced over and over and over and over and over until you finally do something different never going to judge a person for how many times it takes them to, to learn that lesson because goodness knows i can just try to motivate them to learn it faster goodness knows that i've done repeated that same pattern more than most this is, I, I believe, this incident, like the building blocks to a to a thing that was non-existing before. If for whatsoever reason I don't like it, I should be the one that preemptively walks away from it and uh, should not have any problems. I would, I would always know that it's not going to work. I would kind of be part hope that it would change, and then I would also know when it would not change. So I would keep uh, looking for other options on the side. But I think it's going up to a point where no, this is just not acceptable to me and I'm cutting it off and walking away from it. So that is, I think, an important part of, you know, having your own personal boundaries and expectations. It's it's something that I need to build. Another thing that really stands out to me is I should start thinking along the lines of how would the girl, if the position was reversed, kind of discomfort, whether or not my discomfort is justified or not is irrelevant. The girl would cut me off one tenth of the time that it took me to cut me off she had to experience the that kind of discomfort and it, it may very well not be my fault but she would cut it off regardless more often than not you're going to have to be the one leading that sexual dance and if you happen to encounter one of these more rare women who are willing to do some of that leading for you be thankful enjoy the second big takeaway is if you are unfortunate enough to to run across one of these jerks you're, you're not going to do yourself any favors or take anything anywhere good by trying to win them over, by trying to gain their affection, by trying to blame yourself and think if only you did better, then things would have been different. That's not the case. Some people are just jerks. And it's, it's really up to us to recognize that, to say that we deserve better for ourselves and to walk away. Is Sid ready to stop trying to gain the approval of someone who's clearly a jerk? Or is he ready to turn that corner and finally start saying, no, this isn't acceptable for me. I deserve better. And in the meantime, I hope you join the conversation by joining our community of men for just $5.